Hello, my friends. I'd like to talk to you today about whether it's even possible to write a novel in a weekend or three or four days or, or whatever it might be. And when I say a novel, I mean from start to finish. Now, it'll be a first draft, of course, so you'd have to go back and revise it later. But can you even write a 60, 70, 70 80,000 word novel in a weekend? Is that even possible? Well, the answer is yes, because many have done that, but most do not. And especially if you're just starting out uh, along the novel writing journey, it would be extremely difficult to put everything together so that you could write your novel in a weekend. Um, so despite what you might see on the internet about uh, learning how to write write a novel in a weekend, it's it's a lot more challenging than you might think or that others might suggest it is. The, uh, the first novel I wrote and published took me several months to write the first draft and then several more months to revise it and uh, get it prepared for publication. And that was fairly fast. So it was, it was about six months from story idea to publishing the novel. Six, uh, six and a half months, maybe. And that was my first one. When I, Now, I've since learned uh, how to write more efficiently, and the fastest first draft of a novel that I've done is 19 days. That was quick, and that was uh, pretty much on a full-time basis. I'll talk a little bit about how I did that, perhaps in, a, in another podcast. But for now, I'd, I'd like to introduce you to Michael Moorcock, who is uh, an English writer, and, and what he did. So, so we, we all know about NaNoWriMo, the uh, National November Writing Month, uh, and their competition to write a 50,000-word draft in a month. And uh, for, for many, that's a real challenge to write that much. I can tell you that, that if you're prepared for that, uh, you can certainly do it. But what Moorcock does is he'll write 60,000, 70,000 words pretty much in just a few days. So three, four days it will take him to write the first draft. And it's a good quality first draft. So obviously he will have to revise it. It will need some editing and so on and so forth before it's ready for public consumption. But if you can write a first draft in, in a few days or a few weeks, that, uh, that opens up all kinds of possibilities for you. So let's look at what Michael Moorcock did and see if... Some of these, uh, some of the things that he does resonate with you or sound uh, familiar. So, his career is essentially in fantasy and science fiction, and that's the context within which he's talking about his uh, writing a novel in in a few days. So, a um, lot of fantasy, a lot of uh, you know that that kind of uh, that kind of genre. And so, here's what he did to accomplish writing uh, writing a first draft in a f in a few days. First of all, and this is vitally important, of course, is you have to be prepared. So he prepares himself for this. So what does that mean? If you're uh, someone who writes by the seat of your pants, you will not do it. There has to be a minimal amount of planning that goes into it. So let's take a look at what that planning looks like. So <clears throat> obviously you need characters and you have to flesh them out a little bit in terms of their motivations. 
and that means what they're looking for in the story and what drives them. So what they're looking for might be the Holy Grail in, <laughs> in the case of Monty Python's uh, quest for the Holy Grail. Or it might be fire in a quest for fire. So, so there, there's obviously something concrete that uh, one or more characters want, but there's also something that drives them. And this is the abstract stuff, right? This is the, uh, the sense of, of exploration or loyalty or honesty or caring for, uh, for other people. That's the abstract motivation that drives them forward. So you need to think about your characters. You need to have your story idea, obviously. And then what you need to do is come up with a basic plot. So the one we like to use and the one that Moorcock also use is the quest. So that why the quest? The quest always works. That's why uh, so many people use it. So not only does it work in terms of being able to write a terrific story, but it's also the structure that a lot of readers really like. We keep coming back to it, and that's why you see the quest in every Marvel movie that's ever been made. Uh, basically, anything coming out of Hollywood is a quest. The reason is, is because it works and we love it. So we keep coming back to this kind of thing. So you want to make sure that you've got your basic plot being the quest. Now, the formula for, for writing in a few days depends on the sense of a human being who is up against some kind of superhuman force, something that's really, really big. So quest for fire, obviously fire means survival for the cave people. So this was really, really important. In, uh, in, in other quest-like uh, books and movies, you're going to see the same thing. There's a huge force that they're up against in order to achieve their, their goal. And it could be uh, some political movement. It could be a big business that's really, uh, really evil. It could be some, some uh, super villain who wants to take over the world. It could be any number of those things. But the point is, is that your hero is up against something really huge. And the hero, of course, is fallible. They have to be vulnerable. They, they, they can't be um, superhuman in the sense that they have no weaknesses. You want to make sure that they do have weaknesses because, as readers, we relate to heroes who look a bit like us. Sure, they might have other, uh, other superpowers or they might be able to do amazing feats, but they're also vulnerable like we are. So when you're looking at your, your story, you're going to consider the quest a hero who's up against huge forces. And uh, you'll need to build out some plot points as well. In other words, something big has to happen every, every four or five pages, for example, if, if, you're, if you're looking at your story that way. The way we do it in the Write Your First Novel Now process is we map out those plot points. We think about those before we ever start writing. So that's all part of the planning process, is to understand what those what those major events are, and plot them out so, uh, so that we get a sense of the full story uh, as we go along. So you'll need to think about those plot points and what's going to happen during the course of your story. The other thing that Michael Moorcock does is he prepares a list of images that he wants to sprinkle into his story. Now, these images can't simply be random. They have to relate somehow to the story. They need to be coherent, so they, they, they need to 
look and feel a bit the same. But uh, the most important thing is they have to be able to fit into the story. So if you're writing fantasy, uh, your images might be swords or dragons or castles or... Uh, you know, those sorts, maybe a wizard, those, those sorts of images that will come in. All right, so so you've got your characters, you've got your story idea, you've started to plot out your plot points, and then you're going to have pretty much the structure of your novel. So you know what's going to happen from the beginning through the middle to the end of the story based on these big events that, that are going to take place. Now, the other thing that he focuses on here is time. And as Moorcock says, time is the important, if not essential, element in any kind of action or adventure story, any kind of quest, in a sense. So, in fact, the action and adventure fall out of the time crunch that's introduced into your story. It goes something like this. Oh my goodness, we've only got six days to save the world, he says. Or in Quest for Fire, oh my goodness, we've got to keep this flame alive until we get back to, the, to our clan, right? So that they can, they can use it, we can build up our fires. If not, then the quest is a failure. So uh, it, it's that kind of stuff, right? We need to do this before that happens. Or we need to find the Holy Grail before bad guys find the Holy Grail. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing where there is a time pressure that's put on, uh, on your characters. And that's really, really important for any kind of page-turning novel that you plan to write. The reason for plotting all of these things out, and Moorcock does this and we do this in, in my program as well, the reason why you plot everything out and you think about all of these things before you ever start writing, in other words, you've got a plan to follow, is to prevent this, uh, the, the dreaded writing yourself into a corner that can happen uh, if you're not prepared. So if you're writing by the seat of your pants and you're not an experienced writer, it's very easy to, to write yourself into a corner and that's the end of your story and then you quit and you know the cycle, it goes on and on. So we want to avoid that so that you know where your story is going to go at every point and that allows you to keep moving your story forward. So those are the key elements that need to be in place before you ever start writing. Now in our program, we write 75,000 word novels, plus or minus. What Moorcock writes are 60,000 words. So they're, they're not quite as long, but the, uh, the process is exactly the same as, uh, as what we do. So you want to break down those 75,000 words into four sections. And those four sections are the beginning section, which is a quarter of your story, there are two middle sections that are twice as long as your beginning, right? and then there's your end section, which is the same uh, amount of words as your beginning. So you're, you're splitting your novel up into four parts, a beginning, two middle sections, and an ending. And that is the classic Aristotelian uh, story structure, where your beginning and the ending are the same length, and your middle is twice as long as e either. Uh, so, so we want to do that. So, so if we're breaking up our story into four equal uh, chunks like that, and then what you want to do is break down each chunk into six or seven or maybe eight different chapters, and you want them all to be about equal length. So, 
So let's seven chapters in your beginning section. Each chapter is, I don't know, 2,500, 3,000 words, maybe 2,000 words, whatever it might be. Uh, and you don't want it to be much longer than that. Uh, so you, you want to keep things short, short chapters, keep it moving, keep it moving. There's, there's a psychological reason for that. You probably do this yourself, you know, when you've got a bit of time left and you want to get some reading in. And so you leaf through how long the chapter is. And if it's really long, go, eh, no, no, I won't be able to read that. But if it's short, you say, oh, yeah, I could read just one more. I could read another one. Right? That, that's, that's what we want to do. We want to keep our readers reading. So that's the um, so that's how it works. The focus then, what Moorcock does and what we do, is we focus on that planning. So you've got to make sure that you've got everything ready to go, and, uh, and, and then you're ready to start the writing process. When it actually comes to writing, how do you write quickly and efficiently? So the first thing, of course, is you've got to have a great plan which means you've mapped, it, uh, you've mapped it all out. You've got your characters, your story idea, you've got your plot points, um, you've got your symbols and your images that you're going to sprinkle into your story. Uh, all of those things need to be mapped out uh, so that you have a plan that you can follow. And then the second thing is when it actually comes to writing, uh, you need to go quickly. And this is where uh, this is where most writers fall down. It's because, you know, we, we fuss over finding the right word. We fuss over revising as we go. We want to make sure everything's perfect before we move on to the next section and so on. And by doing that, you will eventually finish your novel unless you endlessly revise it. But if you're not too worried about uh, revising at this stage, you can get it done. But the way to get it done quickly is to not stop typing. Don't stop typing. Keep the story going. This is about getting the first draft done, not getting the final draft done. So you just want to get your story out warts and all. There's going to be lots of issues with it. There will be punctuation problems. You'll be using the same words over and over again. Like all of those things that, uh, that happen will still happen. But the difference is you'll have a first draft in a much shorter time than, uh, than you normally would. So when I look at, at the first novel I wrote, which took me three months for the first draft, the, and compare that to the uh, other novel I wrote that I, I did in 19 days, that's the difference. The difference um, is in not stopping to revise as I go along, not trying to make things perfect. Just get the story out and revise it after. Uh, anyway, that's how you would write a novel in three days. Prepare for it, write quickly, don't stop to revise. Oh, and if you'd like any help with your story, feel free to drop me a line. Just send me uh, an email, david at writeyourfirstnovelnow.com. Happy to talk to you about various programs that we offer. We'll see you next time.